Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here, and we just want to say to those people who are under the guise of Hurricane Dorian to really, we're just sending out our prayers and and, and well wishes for you because it's it's a challenge, and you're not alone. Speaking of not being alone, oftentimes we want to succeed and we want to not only succeed in our personal lives with our families, but in our careers and our businesses, and thinking about what what does that mean? What does it take to really win and to really succeed and be successful in all facets of our life and our business? And today I have a very special person who's really going to incorporate so many aspects, including neuroscience, modern mindfulness, and so much more to really teach us, and his emphasis is on men, but I think this works for everyone, how to really be successful in your life. And I'm talking about Pradeep Sangha, who's known as the mentor for men in business. He helps men win in both business and in life, And as a personal mission, he's here to help men live more fulfilling lives, have passionate relationships, as well as raising happy families. As an entrepreneur, husband, and father, Pradeep knows exactly how tough it can be to balance both a successful business with having a happy family. Pradeep uses his proprietary system called the Winner's Formula that helps men win. It's a system that he developed using leadership psychology, the latest neuroscience and modern mindfulness that aligns a man's life energy, his mind, as well as his emotions to create exponential confidence, performance, vitality, wealth, time, options, joy, as well as fulfillment. Welcome, Pradeep. How are you? Hey, Jan. Thank you for having me on your show. It's my pleasure. And, you know, it's as I was looking at a lot of this stuff, it really seems like you have incorporated so many very important features that go into building a successful life, a successful career, and a successful business. So let's break it down a little bit, too. Firstly, what is the winner's formula? And why did well, you call it that? Put, yeah. So it's a great question. Uh, It's called the winner's formula because it's specifically geared towards men and because most men naturally want to win in life. And a lot of men these days, even though they don't like to admit it, feel like they're losing. So either they're losing in their relationship, 
in their careers, in their business, in some aspect of life, they're feeling like they're not where they want to be. So it's really getting them to the level to where they have fulfillment in their lives. So whether that's making more money, having a better relationship, being a better father or a husband, it is what it takes, really. It's, it's a simple formula in terms of what it takes for an individual to really step up to the level that they need to, to really live that life that they want. Do men recognize that they're having challenges in maybe in in their relationships and yet their business is thriving? Do they do they admit that to themselves and recognize it and and seek solutions? Well, I, I think that's a two part question. The first one is, do men recognize it? Absolutely. So men, you know, I think we have this stereotype of what men are like, and a lot of men, you know, men are just as emotional as women. They just don't like to show it. They share, you know, from a biological perspective, we have the same emotions. But we're trained as men not to really identify our weakness and actually show our weakness. And so that comes from an ego perspective. And so a lot of men do feel the challenges. They're just taught, we're taught as men to just to blast through them, to keep being persistent, to use brute force or whatever we need to do in order to get past those challenges because that's what we do as men. So identifying that is not the bigger challenge. Getting men to admit it publicly and openly is the bigger challenge. And that's once we create a, a, um, a safe environment, which is what I do for men, it's, it's a lot easier. And when men open up, I can tell you they just have profound changes because it's just getting past that ego. And once they're past that ego, they're able to make – transformative changes in their life, their relationships, their businesses, uh, and relationships with their children as well. You know, that's really exciting to hear, Pradeep, because many women complain about their husbands and their significant others that the men don't open up. They don't reveal their emotions or what's going on with them. They'll talk about their business. They'll talk about somebody else in life. They'll talk about sport, whatever, but they don't really look into what's going on with them. So for you to be able to do that and have them open up, I think is wonderful because it, it, it will show, and it, and it probably does in so many other areas of their lives as well. I have a question. How did you start all this? <laughs> wow. It's a, that's, a, that's a loaded question here. Uh, so I basically... I was an executive and, and I really wasn't happy. I was a very successful executive and my goal was to be a CEO of a major corporation, but my marriage was failing. I was, I had a young child. So on paper, everything looked great. I had a great job, a great, making great money. I was traveling the world. I had the status, but I felt like I wasn't living to the life that I wanted to live. It was kind of like that, that typical lifestyle that every guy is supposed to live and I literally just walked into work one day and I quit because I said, this is no longer the life that I want to live. Uh, and it just so happened that I've been, well, at the age of 17, I was a personal trainer. I love helping people. That's my passion. Uh, it's been my passion since I was a kid. And so I was also coaching entrepreneurs on the side when I was an executive just for fun. You could say people would ask me, you know, how do you, how I've seen you had the success with these corporations. How can you help me grow my business? And I, I did that to help people because I have, I have a genuine desire to help individuals. And when I quit the corporate world, you know, the first thing that I said was, oh, crap, what do I do now? 
And the second was, you know what, this, this is my passion. So let me pursue this. And this is, that's really what led me to where I am today. Just to back up a little bit, I, I started studying neuroscience and, and psychology and mindfulness back when I was in, in high school. And somehow I just tripped up upon it, whether it was a teacher that triggered it or somehow some way, shape, or form, I started studying this stuff. And that was before neuroscience was really big. It was kind of on the back burner. Mindfulness wasn't really that big at that time. And so I, I started studying that. That's been my passion. And I, when I went into the coaching and the consulting space, I very soon realized that I could give people the business strategies and tactics, which I'm an expert on, but people wouldn't execute effectively. And so 90% of the work that I ended up doing with individuals was really helping them to get to that level where they need to be. And that's really what I, what I sum up from my, what I call a self-mastery perspective. And, and I basically, it took me a while because I had, I had some people say, Pradeep, this is what you should pursue because you're an expert at it. This is what you're great at. People, people gravitate towards you when they do this and they, and they change their lives. But I, I, was, I was sticking with the business coaching perspective because that's what I thought I wanted to do. And it wasn't until it was a, there was some moment <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that came about when someone said, you know what, I don't care about the business stuff anymore. I just want you to help me change who I am. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I just have a passion for helping men specifically because I know what it's like when you have a strong man in the house. And I learned that from having my father, my grandfather around and the difference it makes not only in the relationship with their spouse, but also for the children. And so I see the society that that's what's happening with society these days. Over 50% of children in the U.S. are being raised without full-time fathers. Anxiety rates are, are shooting through the roof. Depression is shooting through the roof. Suicides. And so I'm a firm believer that when you have a strong man that has a strong presence, it helps not only the relationship with their spouse, but also help society as a whole because you raise healthier children that are more mindful. And that's my personal mission. Well, I love the mission and I was going to ask you why men, but you actually answered that. So (laughs) when you work with men and and they feel more successful within themselves, they're growing themselves, they utilize your, your formula, your techniques, what's the feedback that you get, not just from the men, but also from their their spouses, their families. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's funny enough right now, I get more women referring me to their husbands now, which is really interesting. I've, I've actually started to look at my marketing campaigns and say, okay, maybe we need to try to take this approach because it's funny when I do events and I, ha- and I have uh, people attend and when I have people setting it up, a lot of them are females they're eavesdropping on the conversation and they come to me after the event and they say, thank you so much for this information. I'm going to take this back and see what I can do with my relationship. So I, I get that feedback from the women, just that, that hear the information that I share with, um, with men, but from the men themselves, they, you know, I don't talk directly with their spouses at times, but I just get wonderful feedback that it's changed how they look at life. Like they, they're not so stressed anymore. They're present in their relationships they have better, they're, they're more present with their children and they feel, they feel better about themselves. So I, that feedback for me is what really drives me. And it's really, really, you know, I could say it's, it's, if I could, if I didn't do this for a full-time living, 
I don't know what I'd be doing because this is, this for me is the biggest passion that I have in life. You know, that in itself, Pradeep, is a lesson for so many people in terms of just following your passion and really being able to to utilize the gifts that go into that and the enthusiasm to be able to then, as you do, help other people thrive. And, and that's a beautiful, a beautiful way to be. So let's get into this a little bit deeper. You talk about yep. utilizing neuroscience, modern mindfulness, as well as as the psychology and energy and emotion. So so how do we break this down? How what's the neuroscience aspect of what you're doing of winning? Yeah, so if I, you know, I'll break it down in terms of three areas that I focus on. And again, I just kind of tripped upon this and really took the components that worked for men and actually brought it all together. And, and it's worked for me throughout my entire life. So a lot of this has been through learning and experience and coaching other individuals as well. So if we take a look at our, us as human beings, as people, as individuals, we experience life in three different forms. We think, we have our emotions, so we feel, and we, have, we sense, which is our life energy. And you can also equate each one of those areas, if we think, to psychology we feel our thought and basically our emotions to neuroscience and our energy, our life energy is if you take a look at it from a mindfulness perspective, those are the three areas that every person should be focused on, whether you're a man or a woman. And so as individuals, most people are not aligned in one of, or more of these three areas, which is their, their thoughts, their emotions, or their life energy. And if you're not aligned, you go through life and you expend so much energy and it feels like you're pushing a, like a truck up a hill that, without any gas in it. It's, it feels like a struggle or you're just doing it out of sheer will. It doesn't feel like it's flowing. But once you're in your, when you're in alignment, things come a lot easier for you. It's almost like, you know, from an energy perspective, I, I, I follow spirituality quite a bit. It's not only that you're being propelled towards your destiny or the things that you want in your life, but they're also attracted to you as well. And so those, those are the three areas that I focus on for individuals, really helping them step up as leaders, having better thoughts, and then also having more emotions. The emotions is, is a real big thing, Joanne, here, because most people focus on their thoughts. The reality is, is that we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day and 47 plus percent of the time, our thoughts are actually just drifting. We have no control over them. They're like those helium balloons that have just been cut off the string. They're all over the place. And so for us to try to take control of our thoughts all the time is almost impossible. But what we can do is we can focus more on our energy and our emotions because there's only five core main emotions that we feel like there's a lot of sub emotions, but if we just on an hourly basis, just touch base on the emotions that we're feeling and actually be conscious of that and more aware of that, we can say, Oh, okay, we're in alignment with the life that we want to live. So for individuals, one of the first things that I ask, you know, guys will come up to me and, and, and hire me for, to, to grow their business. And one of the first questions I ask them is what do you want to feel? So let's just say we want to double your business in a year. That's great. But tell me how you want to feel. What are the top three emotions you want to feel at the end of the day? Because that's what we're going to work off of. Because if you double your business and you're not feeling the emotions that you want to feel, then all the work that we've done for the past 12 months is going to go to waste. So we need to work from that. So when you ask that question, 
when you ask that question, what is it, what are the three emotions that you want to feel? What's the response that you get? Because I think that's important. Yeah, it's really confusing for them at first <laughs> because they're not used I to figured. doing that. They're not used <laughs> So they, some, some people are, are open and they say, okay, I get this. And other individuals are kind of like, okay, what does this have to do with business growth? Well, it has everything to do with business growth because there's, there's – and this is where I get into the, the psychology and the neuroscience. When I was at Stanford, they've done a lot of studies in terms of the impact of emotions on decisions and execution. And there is now enough research to show – that your emotions are absolutely imperative when it comes to having success and executing more effectively because you have more passion, you're more persistent, you make better decisions when you actually put the right emotions into it. So when people understand that component and they, they're like, okay, I get that. But also from a bigger picture perspective, what do we live our lives around? We live our lives around emotions. Everything that we do, the way our body is designed, the way our mind is designed, is really, and this is from a neuroscience perspective, is really to satisfy and fulfill a feeling or emotion. Every single thing that we do. So whether that's hunger, we feel hunger. We don't think hunger, we feel hunger. Same thing with love. We don't think love, we feel love. And so all of those emotions are basically what we drive our actions and our habits around. So if we focus on the right emotions and actually build our lives our lives regarding or around our emotions, then we can actually create a more fulfilling life. The problem is that most people build their lives around other things like money or success, and they don't focus on the emotions. And therefore, they, they end up doing whatever they're doing for 10, 20, 30. I've, I've seen people do this for their entire lives and reach towards the end of their lives and say, I don't feel satisfied. I don't feel fulfilled. It's because they didn't focus on the emotional component. You know, I totally understand that. I, I was working for the job many years ago uh, um, as an executive director, and it was wonderful when my heart was engaged, and then, then things shifted in within the company, and I felt my heart was no longer engaged in the way it was, and it was time to leave. So I, I totally get that because I think it's very important to to engage those emotions and to garner that excitement and that connection that we have with what we're doing and what we're feeling but again given i mean i'm a female and i know many men and many men are very reluctant and sorry i'm maybe stereotyping (laughs) (laughs) to but but i have women here who who you know who complain about that all the time who don't get in touch with those emotions. So how, when you're, do, when you're working with this, and I think it's fabulous what you're doing, how do they begin to tap into that? Well, the first thing is awareness, right? So I share with them the different types of emotions. I share with them the knowledge and the context first. So if people, people the challenge is, and I think I want women to understand this, it's not that men are not emotional. But here's what women need to understand is that men are there as protectors naturally. And that's what they're actually designed to do. But also from a behavioral standpoint, that's what society says. So men don't want to show weakness to their partners, to the women in their lives and be emotional because they're taught not to be. They're supposed to be there. They're trying to protect women. So I think when women understand that, it actually changes their perspective a little bit. It's not that they don't want to feel, it's that they're there because they don't want you to feel their pain. So 
awareness is important, Joanne, and I think that's the biggest thing here. And when I share with men the different energy types as well, because there's a masculine energy and a feminine energy within each individual, and when I go into that and explain that to them, and the differences between the two, then they actually acknowledge it. And then we help them actually talk about certain situations and certain scenarios in terms of their behavior. So let's just say, for example, if a man makes a bad decision, well, once they get into a state of feeling guilt or depression or whatever it is, that's not a masculine energy. In fact, that's the complete opposite of a masculine energy. And so because what they're actually doing is they're trying to be emotional. They're trying to get in touch with a feeling with themselves. I, and it, it might be a little bit tough to understand over radio, but when I explain this to individuals, they get that. They're trying to feel something. And the only emotion that they can grasp is guilt or depression or anxiety. So what I show them how to do is say, okay, you're trying to be emotional. You're trying to feel something. But here's a different emotion that you can feel, whether that's strength or pride or whatever it is. And so just the simple awareness itself is the biggest change for guys. And having an open forum conversation, because I do a lot of group coaching, not just one-on-one, but group coaching. And I do very simple exercises. And I say, well, how many of you men have felt like you have not made enough money within the last 12 months? Or you feel like you're not the man that you want to be. Or you feel like you're less of a man. And without a shadow of a doubt, 80% of the room will actually put up their hands. And so when men see other people raising their hands and, and knowing that they feel the same emotion that they do, but they live completely different lives in completely different contexts, that in itself is enough to change a man and his emotions. Well, it's like an, an affirm, a confirmation and an affirmation of what they're feeling and what they're experiencing and that it's okay. Hey, I'm not only feeling this, I'm not alone. Look at all the other men who are also experiencing that as well. I totally love exactly. this, uh, this concept because I also work with, with the internal male and female and trying to get that balance, not just in women, but, you know, but in women and men. And I think that's so important for you to do that and really – help men get in touch with that emotional aspect and and really being able to bring that up. A lot of women, and I said some of this earlier, a lot of women say, you know, I just want to tell my husband exactly how I'm feeling and I just want him to listen. I don't want him to fix it. I just want him to hear me. And as you said, you know, men are here to take care of protectors, and and so they'll they'll offer solutions. And sometimes we as females, we don't want the solution. We just want you to say, hey, honey, I understand, or yeah, that's that's terrible, or that's wonderful, or whatever. So so it's interesting. Have you ever thought of beginning to work more with women? Because I could see that this can also work – you know, the concept of, of what you're doing, the neuroscience of winning, can also work with females as well. Because they also, they have to balance their male and female within them. Yes, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've had a lot of requests to work with men, uh, women. Uh, and I just, I honestly, and it, it kind of sounds weird, but I just don't have the capacity at this time to do it because I am so focused on men and Joanne, I think this is a reality of the situation. 
There are so many men out there, and I don't want to make it sound like men are weak, but there are so many men out there that are challenged and have nowhere to go. So there's a ton of uh, resources for women, whether it's female entrepreneurs, mothers groups, you name it, very little, next to nothing for men. And I think that is my biggest mission because right now I think we are in such a dire state. And I'm, I'm, I'm a positive person, so I'm not a doom and gloom type of person whatsoever. But I see the challenges that we face in society when it comes to what's happened with technology and how technology has shifted um, the family norms and relationships and people's attention spans and how they deal with anxiety, as well as the leadership that we have in, in certain countries uh, or the lack of leadership or poor leadership that are putting men in a bad spot, relationships in a bad spot. And so I think this is what I call the perfect storm when it comes to society. So I think for me, sorry, this is a long-winded answer. There is a short window here where men need a lot of help. And so that is my main focus. And at some point in time, I probably will expand out to help women as well. Well, what you're doing is also helping women, helping their partners, helping their children. And so, so in a way, you are, your service is expanding out to them, even though you're not directly working with women. What do you find yes. as the, the biggest challenge for men to go through this, this program of yours? The biggest challenge is just getting over the hurdle of breaking past the stereotype and the, the norm from society. Because we have very, as I mentioned before, society shapes individuals, right? That's from a psychology standpoint. Genetics plays a big component. You can say roughly 50%, but society and the way we grow up is the other 50%. And so if we took, take the genetics out of it, we have very poor leadership when it comes to men around the world. And so men do not know, they don't have the role models or the mentors like they used to. And I, and I joke around about this because I say they don't, men, they don't make men like they used to. You know, I grew up with my <laughs> grandfather who was in, in the British Indian Army. And my, my father was a police officer in India and, and before he immigrated over here. But my grandfather was a massive, massive influence in terms of how I lived my life because he taught me the importance of values. My word is my bond, what it means to be a man at a very young age. And we don't have those teachings anymore. We don't have that style of men anymore. And so that is a big challenge for men is they don't know where to go. So if they question some of the material that I have in the program, it's easy for them to get a completely opposite answer just by putting on CNN or the Fox News and seeing something completely different as to how men are supposed to behave or do behave. You know, it's so wonderful what you spoke of in terms of your grandfather and, and, and what his teachings were and, and for you and that, that idea of value and your word is so important because we need to, and I think this isn't only for men, we need to bring that into our lives, back into our cultures, back into our relationships to really make them more meaningful and more caring. And I think that, that what you're doing is an opening for all of that. So, so thank you for that. So what is your biggest challenge in, in working with men and, and doing this, <laughs> this program? <laughs> uh, my biggest challenge, Joanne, I'll be completely transparent, is probably on the marketing side because it's getting awareness out there. What's happened, and you might have seen this, is over the last little bit, 
we've had a massive influx of people getting into the coaching space and a massive influx in advertising and a massive influx of digital marketing and social media marketing. And what that's done is it's it's actually opened up the playing field for a lot of people that are good in the industry, but it's also created some challenges because people are inundated with messages, messages these days, and they don't know what to believe or when to believe it. And so my biggest challenge right now is cutting through, you could say, excuse my language, the crap for people to really understand what's important for life or in life and the impact that the work that I do can have on them and their relationships and their families. So getting the word out and the message is the biggest challenge that I have right now. Uh, We have some really good marketing strategies. And so once I'm able to get in front of a person and have a conversation with them and they listen to my stuff and they they apply my uh, programs and my teachings, their world changes. And so their, 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 you know, their life completely transforms, but it's getting through all the messages. That's the biggest challenge for me. You know, I think that's so important. A, a, a public relations person once said to me, Joanne, it doesn't matter how good you are or whatever it really is about how many, how many followers you have on social media or whatever, rather than what it is you're even saying or, or, and and that was that was a big surprise many years ago. It was like, well, wait a minute, what, you know, what's really important? Is it just numbers, or is it like you know, like you're talking about, really the meaning, the meat of the message, and 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 how meaningful it can be? So, what is your greatest joy doing this? Oh, my greatest, yeah, my greatest joy is seeing people. Uh, I, I that very specific moment when I in a workshop or I'm coaching someone or in a group coaching session, when we identify the challenge for that person and you can see it in their face when they have that aha moment, when you know that that moment is going to change their life for the rest of their, for forever. And it's going to change how they deal with their spouse, with their children um, and the community. That for me is, is everything outside of that. My family, I, I love my kids, I love my wife, I love nature, I'm a huge animal lover. Those are the biggest things that bring joy to me, is just simple things in life. I grew up on an orchard. Uh, my parents were orchardists. We grow apples and cherries. So I grew up in a very mindful environment. So the simplest things like going out there and seeing the trees bloom, seeing the apples grow, that, that literally brings the biggest joy to me in life. Beautiful. I love it. So what would you tell women who are frustrated with their husbands, with their significant others, and say, they just don't get me, they just don't understand? What do you want them to know about, about their man? Yeah, the, the biggest thing is that their man has the best intentions, that somewhere along the journey they just haven't been equipped with the right tools because no one talks about this, really. No one teaches men the the and gives them the tools and the systems to really manage their emotions effectively and be in effective relationships. So I would say cut them some slack at the beginning because they truly, most men do what they do for their families. They would put everything on the line for their wife and their kids. So once you cut them to the slack, that's the most important thing. The second I would say is, is be that, that feminine force for them because men need that. They need that feminine variety in their life they need that energy because they are so stiff they are so solid they are so goal-oriented and task-focused 
that they need a woman, a strong feminine presence. And if, they, if that's not there, it actually takes away from their quality of life. And women, just by having that strong presence, and this is the other side, Joanne, is women have been trained in society these days. And I, I do, when I do talk to some women about this, they get an aha moment as well to be very masculine and what that does in the relationship. And I'm sure you know this and you, you share this with your, uh, with your teachings is that when that happens, it, it throws a, an imbalance in a relationship and men are forced into a different direction and they become less masculine. And so what ends up happening is that you have resentment in a relationship or you lose that attraction. And so a lot of times when women say, well, my man just doesn't care about me or he's doing this or he has this behavior, a lot of it, I'm not putting the blame on women, a lot of it has to do with how a woman might be interacting with them. So I think self-reflection is very important as well and be cognizant because I've had a lot of women say to me, thank you for this. I am now more aware of the impact that I have on my relationship and my husband and I'm going to change that behavior. So that, you know, that I, lo- I love that. what you're saying because I'm a very strong woman and I like a man that can actually be stronger than me so that my feminine is comes out and because I enjoy it. And so it's really important to hear that because I think it, it's so vital. So, Pordeep, we're running yep. out of time, but I love what you're saying. Tell our listeners how they can get more information about what you're doing, how they can connect with you and all that good stuff. Yes, great. The simplest way is um, I have a podcast that you're, I'd, be more, I'd love for you to come and listen to, which is the Male Entrepreneur Podcast, and you can check that out at mailpodcast.com. Or the other simple way is, is simply I'm on pretty much every social media channel, or you can just hop onto my website, which is purdysanga.com, and I'm always accessible. If you email me directly, I will contact you personally myself. Wonderful. I love what you're doing and what you stand for and the beautiful balance that you have within yourself of the masculine and feminine energies. So what do you want to leave our listeners with, Pradeep? Wow, yeah, that's a loaded question. I would say that this is the biggest <laughs> thing for me and, and, and for the work that I do. It truly is about living life to the fullest. And it really is about you know, we're put on this earth once in this form, in this lifetime, as we are as individuals for a reason. And that reason is really to get what we want out of life and live to basically to the emotions, to the aliveness. What we've forgotten to do as people, as individuals, is really feel alive. So people will ask me, you know, what's my definition of success? And it's simply one thing, and that is how alive you feel. So that is one thing that I would want to leave with you out there in terms of uh, you listeners is, is that should be your biggest measure of success. How alive do you feel, not only on a daily basis, but on an hourly basis and in this moment right now, because that is the biggest test for you throughout your life. I love it, and it's, I think it's very true and very right on. So thank you so much for all that you offer, not just to the men that you're working with directly, Pradeep, but also to their female counterparts and to society and to the children because if we can transform the way we relate to one another and add more joy and more loving and more connection, then, wow, what a beautiful place. So thank you for your contribution. And thank you so much, Ryan, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. My 
My pleasure. Have a beautiful day. Thanks again. So think about what Pradeep said because it's it's so wonderful to really be able to look at how you define your life and how you see yourself in terms of success. And it is about really connecting and balancing those emotions in terms of feeling alive, being connected to so many things, and, and, and also to the people in your life that bring you a sense of, of pleasure and value. And that's not something to minimize at all. Remember that you have the ability to empower yourself and your life and and you can also do that by infusing more joy and more enthusiasm within everything that you're doing. I, there's a book that I was co-author of, Mastering the Art of Success, and my chapter was about one of the questions I asked is, what do you feel, at, what do you feel about yourself at the end of the day? How do, you, do you feel a sense of fulfillment? Do you feel a sense of satisfaction, a sense of joy for how the day went, how your interactions were, what you did, what you said to yourself, what, you know, your involvement, your engagement? And I think, as Pradeep said, that's really so essential. So remember that you have the ability even to take small steps today to really take a look at what you're doing in your life and to be able to make small changes to feel better about your life, better about your relationships, and better about what you're doing. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version. Go to joanne at docwhite.org, my website, DocWhite.org, and thanks for being you. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.